0: Anyway, what'd you do today?
1: Just did a lot of work today. Thank goodness that we had help today because I was not going to stay late. I told them. There's oh, no I way know. I'm staying late. Good for you. <laughs> I did enough yeah. staying early, late all last week. And then today I had to go in early anyway because the boss wasn't going to be there. She says, I need for you to open. I'm like, Really? Right. I'm going to be there at 7 45 instead of 8 30? I guess.
0: <laughs> Don't you love the workforce?
1: I do. I mean, this was a lot better I, job. I miss though. working
0: sometimes, but then, then I realize, mm-hmm. be thankful for what you're not missing. You know, right? right. Of course, it ain't the same workforce as when I was in, when working all those many years ago.
1: Right. But the thing you know? is, is that but I like what? it. Good. What?
0: We're live.
1: Oh my goodness! Hello, yeah, everyone. We're, we're,
0: we're yapping over here, There's <laughs> people are going, what "The hell are they talking about?"
1: <laughs> you want to start this puppy? Let's do it. There you go. <laughs>
2: It's
0: four o'clock in Los Angeles. It's six o'clock in Chicago. It's seven p.m. in the Big Apple, and I am the Mad Dog. Mad Dog you'll join as I am each and every week on What's the Balls? <laughs> America's best podcast, by Amelia, the Mouth of the South. Chapman, how are you, Amelia?
1: Doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm
0: fucking aggravated.
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was trying I to am keep cool because today aggravated. I
0: just, uh, is, oh man. Mad Dog's on the air, 10 (laughs) seconds, and he dropped an F-bomb. This is what happens when you have a guest cancel out on you 30 minutes before airtime.
1: I was dropping F-bombs 30 minutes before the show was on.
0: And accuses you of being unprofessional. Yes. Unprofessional is canceling a fucking show Mm
1: -hmm. 30
0: minutes before airtime. That, my dear, is unprofessional.
1: Yes, especially when you're like telling me why you're canceling the show. You're too detailed. I think that's very too much detailed of why you're canceling Well, the no, show.
0: and we're going to keep that. You're going to keep that. Yes. You're not going to erase that. You're going to keep no. that because mm-hmm. I'm going to shove it in her face one day. Yeah. Anyway, we were supposed to have book author Angie Fenimore tonight talk about her alleged supposed near-death experience, which... She says happened. I have my doubts. Uh, And I was going to question her on it. And I told her so yesterday. I think what happened, quite frankly, is that Angie Fenimore got cold feet because she realized, oh, he's this guy knows stuff. He's -hmm. going to question me. Well, you know what? We do our research. Yes. I don't know if Pitbull told you that, but we do our research. Look. You're a wonderful guest for someone else, but I'll never have you here. Don't want, don't need you. Don't want you.
2: All
0: right. Yeah. That said, it's, it's all I'm going to say about that book author. I will never mention her name on the show again. Nope. Anyway, but we are going to talk tonight about things of that nature that piss us to fuck off. Yes. Because tonight is our annual Mad Dog and Pitbull bullshit session. This is our venting rant. It says on our credits, Radical Rants and Vicious Vents. Well, guess what? Tonight, you're going to get rants and vents. For
1: well, the first no. one for the year, and I guarantee there's going to be more this year. There will be
0: more. So what, what, what's pissing you off tonight besides that?
1: The damn wrestling show, goddammit.
0: <laughs> sorry. Oh, no, tell me why.
1: Well, can't use ring the bell sound anymore. We can't say ring the bell. Thank you, fucking Vince McMahon. I hate you. That's what
0: the WWE can. If if you don't know what Pitbull's talking about, let me fill everybody
1: in. Anymore, sorry, the idiot. No, you
0: can. You can. Oh, why are you going to be nice now? Since when?
1: No, I'm not going to be nice now since we can't mention that man's name, but I'm going to mention it.
0: Here's the thing the WWE (sighs) will not let us use the sound effect that says ring the bell because. Get this one, folks, because it has Jim Ross's voice on it. Well, here's the problem with that. Jim Ross doesn't work for WWE. He works for AEW. Okay. Okay. So either they're lying about using, maybe lying about using the Ring the Bell sound effect, or Jim Ross doesn't know about it. I hope he's listening I hope somebody gets this soon I got news for you brother Uh, I can't use your voice Okay Three words ring the bell By the way Nobody owns the expression Ring the bell Okay In case there's anybody A copyright lawyer Or a Mm -hmm. trademark lawyer listening Nobody owns the expression Ring the bell No. Leon Barford. Leon's with us. Leon's always hey, got Leon. something to say. Vince McMafia. Yeah, he's a piece <laughs> okay. of shit. That's what he is. Yep. He's a piece of shit that's up to his eyeballs and fucking shit. Yep. Now they're shitting on him like he did that poor girl. <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: Because, yep. I mean, what are they going to get mad if I say, ring the bell? I mean, are they going to get mad if I say it on the Apparently,
0: show? yeah, so don't say it.
1: <laughs> ring the damn bell How's that?
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know you know what here's the thing it, it doesn't really matter
1: i mean because, really
0: does it really matter well
1: because we are back to wrestling with the future it's gonna be we are happy about that it really is. we
0: are we are back with I said I would never do it, but they they say in wrestling, they say, never say never. Never say never. What's up on What's the Buzz? Here's what's up on What's the Buzz. Wrestling with the Future is coming back.
1: It's back. It's always been there, and it's going to always stay there. And we're happy about that. I'm happy about it because I knew it was always going to come back. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, well, it's the show that you know it, that launched you, really
1: yeah it launched a lot of our shows a lot of, yeah. of the ones we have it launched what's the buzz because it's the it's the uh, parent of what's the buzz it launched a lot of the other shows that we had before as well
0: yeah absolutely well what's the what's the buzz it came as a result of mm-hmm. uh retiring wrestling with the future right now wrestling with the future for those of you know who have been with me a long time you know that that's the flagship show yes uh wwtf radio Mm -hmm. is named directly named after wwtf Mm -hmm. wrestling with the future that's what wwtf is Mm -hmm. and so that station was born out of that podcast yes and that's the station now that's heard around the world we have listeners from china japan England, Australia, Ireland, New Zealand, Amsterdam, um Canada, Amazing. the US, Brazil, South America, mm-hmm. a- around the world. I mean yes. you every country has us. But I we think, think we're in does. we're in 89 countries right now. Mm-hmm. I can't remember half of them.
1: Yeah, we thank every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening. And we
0: have um, an unprecedented number of radio stations and podcast platforms. And we're very proud of that. Yes. Uh, Hey, here he is. Speaking of, uh, you know, Jimmy Thunder from Parts Unknown. (laughs) Hey, Jimmy. He's from, he's right now, he's in New Zealand. Okay. Mm -hmm. Proving me right. Yeah. Jimmy's from New Zealand. There's a law firm in Chicago that's taking cases against Vince. Oh, they're taking those shit for real. Wow. Are you aware? Did you hear that? This is a new one to me, Amelia. Mm. There's a law firm in Chicago that's taking cases against Vince. Also, they're talking to the ring boys Mm -hmm. that were in the ring boy scandal. Oh, man. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that one. You guys, maybe some of you are too young to remember, but back. Oh, man, this was back in the 1980s and early 90s. There was a ring announcer. It was an African-American guy named Mel Phillips. Mm -hmm. Great ring announcer. Very exciting delivery. But Mel Phillips was, you know, piddling the little boys. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody was getting him little boys. Uh, co- interestingly, I don't want to say coincidentally, but I will coincidentally, um, at the time Pat Patterson had also, um, resigned now, were they connected? Who's to say, but it's, I think it's just very strange timing. Uh, oh, and, uh, Jimmy Thunder from Down Under, brother. Thank you so much for Jeff the Ref. We're doing the Jeff the Ref yes. show next week. I want you to join me, Thunder, Thunder from Down Under. Um, I want you to um uh, to join me next week for the for the uh, Jeff the Ref show.
1: Actually, isn't it on the twenty eighth that we're doing the show?
0: Yeah, the, the the next 20- week.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and we're going to be. Next um, Wednesday, right? Yeah. Do I have um, the date right, Neil? Yes, it should be the 28th. Oh, of course, yeah.
0: you got me doubting myself here. Like, oh, sure <laughs> so it's right. it.
1: um, yeah, it's because of him. It's because we have the show, and I'm here, and I want to thank him for that. And I will just say
0: Thank a big, you, thank Jeff for the him. Ref. I'm, I'll tell you what, man. this That guy, I've said this mm-hmm. a million times. This kid, first of all, way too young, way, way too young. Mm-hmm. This kid knew more about wrestling Than I did, and that's saying something. Okay. That's saying something. Jeff was just a I called him, Uh I lovingly called him the Encyclopedia Britannica of Wrestling. And he really was because he was like a walking encyclopedia. This guy. He ate, he devoured, he consumed wrestling. And he told me that he had something like. Some crazy number, like 5,000 wrestling magazines. Mm-hmm. I said, are you shitting me? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. He, goes, he had a raspy voice. He goes, no, nah, I'm not, 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 nope, not for real. I got him. Yep. He goes, listen, you listen to Jeff, the ref's voice. Mm-hmm. He had this like gravelly voice. He sounded older than he was. He was a young guy. Yeah, because I think only he was forty two when he passed. I'd okay. rest his soul.
1: Because did you have um, like a go on where you say like, "Tell me about this, okay," and then tell me about this other match and something like that? You kind of threw matches at him, and he tell you like, "Oh
0: the- yeah, we would talk about. It. We would yeah, mm-hmm. we would do like what yeah. we called uh like a round robin, like a round ra- yep. like a round table. Yeah, we mm-hmm. would, and I would throw. That's how the refs round table came about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would just throw matches, and we would like dissect them. Yeah, like review them and tear them apart, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know who did what and all that's so, all. Oh, it was it was, it was a lot Yeah, of joining us, joining us on the Jeff the Ref Show, very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, the very first guest I ever had on a podcast, filmmaker Mike Messier.
1: oh good. It'd be good to now, see him Mike, again.
0: There's only two things that Mike loves in life, wrestling and going to the movies. Yes. That's all he cares about, wrestling and going to the movies. (laughs) Because Mike is independently wealthy. Mm -hmm. I'll just tell the world that he's independently wealthy. He's a trust fund, baby. So
1: he's got money.
0: You throw some this way, Messier, if you fucking (laughs) want it.
1: Right. You could be a sponsor on our show.
0: You're in Florida. Drop it off to Amelia's house. I'll pick it Right.
1: Up. <laughs> yeah, he'll come by and pick it up. Stay here, delivery.
0: What? Do what?
1: So here you go. Delivery for for your show.
0: Yeah, don't In fact. You know what, Mikey? Don't deliver nothing to her because I'll never see it.
1: Oh, come on. It'll get
0: lost in the mail.
1: No, it will never get lost in the mail. Anyway.
0: We have, um, we were going to have a really great show tonight, but our guest pooped out. So Amelia and I are just going to bitch at each other. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about it. The wrestling. is, is kind of on the subject is, you know, yeah. we're, we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's new in the, uh, in the Vince McMahon case, what's going on with that?
1: I haven't really heard that much other than, uh, Basically, his daughter is also going to be in hot water. Stephanie.
0: Oh, Stephanie. What she do? What happened there? The
1: When they went overseas, uh, I think it was for a Christmas show. Uh, that one oh, of the is girls... that the one
0: in, in Iraq? Yes. Okay. What happened there?
1: And uh, one of the girls was allegedly, I say allegedly, was one of the girls there that was allegedly raped, and Stephanie knew about it. And, of course, they have a lawsuit against it. that. That's what they're saying that one of the girls testifying that she that Stephanie knew about it. And she
0: knew. How would she know?
1: Cause she was a player as well. Her?
0: Did the girl uh, say something
1: to her? I believe so that she was she told her and I guess she just slipped it under the rug.
0: Do you know what who it was?
1: Yeah, it was um I think I had saved that here so that way
0: yeah, tell me who it was so we can we can uh, talk about this. Yeah,
1: and also they had said that um, the Stephanie knew all about this, and I'm like, hmm, interesting. How funny oh, that. Oh,
0: Ashley Messerose
1: yeah.
0: filed uh, a, lawsuit. a lawsuit against the. Mm-hmm. Do- oh, yeah. Thank you, Jimmy Thunder, on yeah, that. Yeah,
1: thank one. you. Yeah, she had filed a lawsuit, and then she said that Stephanie knew all about this. So both of the McMahon's are going to now be that young
0: lady. If I'm not mistaken, and I think i I remember this one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That that young lady committed suicide. She hung yes. herself.
1: Yes, she did because of all of this. She couldn't handle the pressure.
0: She yeah, she was suffering from depression. Yes, she was. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody would listen to her. Nobody they didn't do to anything her. about it.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And she ended up. Um, Hanging herself. She, yes. she got, she pilled up, you know, a bunch of pills mm-hmm. and then hung herself. Yes. It's very, very sad. I mean, it's a very, sad, sad because
1: situation. something like that but This can is happen. what you're
0: talking about. Yeah. You're talking about an organization that literally got away with murder for years. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. how much blood Vince has on his hand, but now oh. it's finally mm-hmm. catching up to him. Yep. Finally catching up to the fact that he can't run anymore.
1: No, he got caught. Yeah. You know, and the only good were like you said, some shitty we...
0: stuff in my life. I'll admit this. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've never raped anybody. I've never no. shit on anybody. <laughs> no. I've never given anybody a golden shower. Mm-hmm. If somebody was mean to me, I was mean back. Okay. I was, mm-hmm. okay there you go. Yeah. You know. You slap my cheek, I'm gonna slap yours.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But I mean, I didn't do nearly, not even close to the shit that Vinnie Mac did. Yeah. And his company, by the way. And not only him and his company, but his employees that got away with oh, shit. Oh, absolutely. You know how yeah, many and- people were fired from that company for not keeping their mouths shut. If you opened up your mouth to the press, they fired you.
1: Oh, right on the spot. They live in their own little bubble, Amelia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, their own little
0: bubble. And it's mm -hmm. this this cloistered world. Mm -hmm. You know, Jimmy Thunder can tell you. Yeah. Uh, You know, and Leon can tell you too. I know that they're both watching.
1: Yeah. And the only one that, uh, that came out good, like you said, we were talking about that, was Shane McMahon. He's the only one. That is, is the dis- only dis- one,
0: you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. He's the only one that was smart enough to get yeah. out and stay out.
1: Exactly. And, and I his...
0: think he got out because he saw he saw the writing yes. on the wall.
1: Yeah, he said, I'm not gonna be a part of this. I don't want him to be a part of this. I want to have my family and yeah. live a normal life. And now his son got accepted to North Carolina uh college. Good and for him. Like, oh, yeah,
0: good for he him. Goes. Uh you know what? I, I'm I think Shane's probably going to end up being the smartest one in the crew. Oh, absolutely. Um, and... Stephanie did good by marrying Paul Levesque, Triple H. Um, mm-hmm. He's a smart guy. He's, he's no dummy, this guy. No.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Triple H is this. He's not just a muscle head. Yeah. He's a smart muscle head. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. He's got a he... college education. He's a smart guy. He knows how to make money. He knows how to bring the business back. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for him, sadly for him, he's going to have to carry around Vincey shit for a little while till he gets oh, yes. rid of it all.
1: Yeah. He said he's got a lot of cleaning up to do a lot of cleaning up to do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, including the fact that, uh, you know, as Jimmy, uh, Thunder from down under says mm-hmm. he got Jimmy Snooker off murder. Yeah. And that's a fact folks. You can't argue with the facts. Nope. He took a briefcase full of money to uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, and he left that briefcase full of money there. Okay. Somebody's got the money. Okay. Somebody picked up the money. And all of a sudden, the Jimmy Snooker case went away. Until, I don't know why he did it. Jimmy Snooker wrote a book. And he talked about that case in the book. He basically Mm -hmm. sealed his own fate. Yeah. Because he talked about the murder. Mm -hmm. That murder case that he talked about opened it up again. Yes. And he ended up going back and forth to court, and he was about to go to jail when God was merciful, and he died instead. You know? Yeah. And he did not die, ladies and gentlemen, of stomach cancer like they want you to believe. I know this factually because Jimmy Snooker's wife was on this show and told us how Jimmy passed. He died from CTE. Okay. That's concussion syndrome.
1: And the good thing is that you heard it right from her, not from anybody else. And you know that it was the truth. Absolutely.
0: I know it's the truth. She was right here on the show. Talked about it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm and sadly too is like we lose a lot of wrestlers for just horrible things you know it's like to me oh, like this
0: we, is, I see uh, what sure. uh uh thank you for your offer i appreciate that very kind of you um but you know we're good mm-hmm. we're good i think we're good anyway so yeah. what else is going on man
1: well, it's also that, too. And then it's like, you know, my, my biggest thing is, is that I want to bitch about, too, is like, if you're going to say you're going to be on our show, at least have the decency to tell me or a, a day or so before or anything like that. Don't give me a 30-minute notice. That's what pisses me off. I had a long day today and then get that. And I was throwing the F-bombs way before I even told you. I'm like, okay, he's going to throw the F-bomb, but I'm going to throw it first.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: And my son was like, What's the matter, Mama? I said, Nothing, nothing's fucking wrong. I said, sorry, Joe, I don't mean to throw it on you. I said, but nothing's fucking wrong.
0: Jimmy <laughs> Thunder. Um I heard I heard this was coming. I heard this was coming. And I want to talk about this million. Okay. Brock Lesnar is being erased from WWE oh. as well. He's in big trouble as well. There's rumors coming out. That warrior was poisoned. I'd heard that. Yes,
1: I heard that. I too. heard
0: that, uh, and it's if you saw Warrior at the Hall of Fame on the very last, he died like a day and a half later. Yeah, he was he like came to perfect. the ring looking like he was drugged. Mm-hmm. He there, there was something very wrong
1: mm-hmm.
0: with Jim Helwig.
1: Oh yeah, you could tell. Like even when I was like watching him, I was like, "There's something very wrong with him. That's he's not his usual self. He's not happy. If, like, you know how he would walk in the ring, all just all happy. So that's not him at all. So either that somebody no. trying to be him or that's not him." Because no, I the, um the one that I knew was not like him at all.
0: No, 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 Mm-mm. no. Um, it, he didn't even look Mm-mm. like himself. No. He looked bloated. He looked tired. He looked, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, and I'll be totally honest with you. Mm -hmm. I thought he was drinking. Yeah, I thought the guy was drunk. Yeah, he looked. I I thought he was drunk. I thought, you know, what's wrong with Warrior? Yeah, and then I realized, oh no, there's something else going on here. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I had heard that Warrior stuff before. Um, that I knew. I knew that the that the the Brock thing was coming. Yeah, I didn't know that they started to do that
2: already. Oh,
1: they started already. I think a week ago, and then they showed a, a picture of him hugging his daughter too. So if his daughter's probably interested in wrestling, it ain't going to happen no more.
0: Yeah, um, man, I'll tell you what. That's um, how do you want to say this? It was it's uh. In some case it's a vicious circle
2: mm-hmm.
0: the the whole wrestling community because let's be honest about it a lot of these wrestlers that we see today are sons and grandsons nieces and nephews of people that I saw growing up right and it's it's a it's a family thing it's a very familial mm-hmm. um relationship right they'll take you uh, for example okay i'll give a perfect example the rock okay right um his father didn't want him to wrestle right rocky johnson did not want dwayne johnson to wrestle no but he couldn't play football anymore because he injured himself playing football so he's like okay well how am i going to make a living so i'll go into wrestling okay So you're going to go into wrestling. Keep in mind, now, remember what I just said. Right. He hurt himself playing football. But he's going to wrestle instead. Where it's just as rigorous, it's just as strenuous, it's just as hard on the body, in some cases, more so.
1: That's what I was going to say, more. Than football.
0: So you're going to go into wrestling who got him into wrestling pat patterson here's that name again pat patterson pat patterson as it turned out ended up being one of the good guys interestingly enough um other comments uh from our chat room let's see um Nobody else there. Okay, well, Jimmy's still there, I'm sure. Leon, what happened to you, Leon? Did you get I know, right? he got quiet? <laughs> I think Leon got banned. Uh oh. <laughs> yep, I think he did. Uh-oh. Um, for tonight, anyway. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah. Look, that thing things happen in wrestling. Okay. Yeah. But uh, generally speaking, the people that you see you know, are relatives
2: mm-hmm.
0: of other people. Right. It's very hard to break into pro wrestling.
1: Um, you have to know somebody. You can, yes, re-
0: yeah. Basically. I mean, you see the people coming in NXT. Yes. Okay. Well, many of those people going in NXT, NXT have eight to 10 years worth of experience. Yes. Well, if you already have experienced wrestling, you're going to go to NXT. Were no. they're going to take everything you know and retrain you? I,
1: you know, they probably Well, will, If that's but, the
0: case, Amelia, why did you pay $3,000 for wrestling school? Right, exactly. Or in some case, $5,000 mm-hmm. for wrestling school.
1: Right, unless you want to what have a refresher course. But, I mean, the wrestling moves are still going to be the same well I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know nothing's gonna change unless you like rename it but it's like you know the rock wants to get back into wrestling come on you're a has-been let the other people get back in there let let the other people learn let the new people the newbies get yeah. in. There. let them have a chance you're a has-been yeah, you're done you went into movies you're done it's over you heard yeah me? i said it the rock okay it's over you're a has-been um, <laughs> that's know. tough words. Melia. has been. He's been uh, for a wrestler. Yeah, he was. Has does. been. Yes. Did
0: they come out of your mouth? A has been. Uh, oh, I shit. said
1: it. yes. She's
0: getting tough tonight, folks. <laughs>
1: I'm pissed off. Yeah, the...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, because like a book
0: author got you riled up tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, pisses Man. me off telling us that shit. Sorry, but not sorry, you know. But you know yeah, another thing I don't thing know too, what happened.
0: Leon got banned. I'm trying to figure out why the hell no. Leon got banned.
1: And then another thing too, it's like you know the Owen Hart situation. A lot of people think that they should have canceled the rest of the wrestling. A lot of people think, no, um, you know, it should have continued. Like you yeah. said, it was already halfway through. Somebody died. It, the wrestlers in the back yeah. didn't really want to continue, but like they say, a show must go on. But you know, the family was upset that they continued, but that's understandable because that's the family. But you have. Like you said, all this big arena filled with people, tickets, you had to, sh- you had to continue.
0: Well, and I, but, as, I, as I, I think I told you this before, you know, okay. I understand
2: mm-hmm.
0: really both sides of it, right? They understand you've got a, a building full of people, 25, mm-hmm. 28,000 people in that building, you know, that it paid good money to see a show and something tragic happened yeah. now. There's two ways to look at it. You stay and you pray, hope for the best. Yes. Or God forbid, you find out that he passed away, uh, and you, you do the you do the best you can with what you got. Right. The other is okay. You give everybody their money back. Well, what are you really going to achieve by that? Exactly. Because don't forget it was a pay-per-view. Yes. People at home were paying for this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I we you know, we say, oh, well, they were greedy. They were greedy. I I understand that argument, but the other part of the argument is a lot of people bought tickets and purchased pay-per-views for this event in good standing, in good faith, believing that it was going to be. You know, a regular pay-per-view, right? Nobody ever expected anyone to
1: die. No,
0: you know, especially and falling from the ceiling. Yes. You know,
1: and they like had 90
0: feet or whatever crazy it was, you know. And,
1: and I heard that they had wanted to him to test the cables and everything like that before. He's like, No, no, everything will be fine. You know, they should have done a test run before anything, just to make sure, but You know, things happen. Listen,
0: I I heard this. Actually, I actually heard this. Mm -hmm. The Rock now owns $30 million worth of shares in WWE. So he's trying to use his popularity to boost the company's worth, in my opinion. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. The biggest mistake they made, Jimmy, the biggest mistake they made. It's the fault of WWE, and it's the fault of TKO Entertainment, allowing Dwayne Johnson to sit on the board. Exactly. Biggest mistake they made, because I was just getting back into wrestling, and that move cut me right the fuck off. Mm-hmm. I will never watch another WWE programming again, ever.
1: I haven't watched it, do it over seven, eight years.
0: The only stuff I'll watch is the old stuff. Yes. From pre 85. Yes. That they still have in like the archives.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the I'll best ones. That. That's the only ones to watch because that's when wrestling was wrestling.
0: Yeah. Well, one. you know, look, it, it, there's a lot of good wrestling out there. Mm-hmm. There really is. I mean, I'm not going to discount it. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it as good as the days when I grew up? No. No. They're, they're, are they more athletic today? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they're also a bunch of high flyers that take way too many risks.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, way too many. Yeah. And uh, we, we re-watched the Iron Claw movie again last night because it's available now. Through, if you have that little stick. Yeah, like you can Amazon. watch
0: the Iron Claw on uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of streaming services now yeah. that they're they're showing. Um, We actually had a gentleman on the show that was involved with the movie.
2: Yeah. James mm-hmm.
0: Beard who knew the Von Erich family, who knew Gino Hernandez, mm-hmm. who knew um, Fritz Von Erich. Uh, He knew all these people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he painted a very realistic picture of what yeah. it was like. These boys were not Boy Scouts.
1: No, they were not.
0: You know, they drank, they did parties and they drugged and, you know, the Carrie and David and Mike and mm-hmm. Kevin and, I mean, they all did. Yeah,
1: I mean, but you can't—you
0: you, you can not deny the fact that they—they're a bunch of good-looking party boys.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be picture-perfect kind of thing because they're going to show you what they did, and that's what the movie was about. And it was another you know, wrestling techniques and what they did. And it was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't supposed to hit that hard on the concrete floor, and they, yeah. you know, things like that. And yeah, back Give then they didn't have. Mm-hmm.
0: Angelo, did you ever have interaction with any of the Von Erichs? I, unfortunately, I did not because they were in Texas and I was in Philadelphia uh, during their heyday. Um, they did, on a couple of occasions, however, make their way to Baltimore. Uh, that's as close as they've gotten uh, to, to this area, yeah. was Baltimore, Maryland. And I believe the only reason they got into Baltimore was because Fritz von Erich knew somebody on the uh, on the athletic, com- the Maryland Athletic Commission. Oh. I believe, Milia. I am going to hit the um, the commercials. Here. I yes. got a couple. Of, I got to do a couple little spots oh, here, yes. and then we'll we'll do this right. Let me come back, folks. here we go.
1: Be right there. Wait. Use the shovel and bucket of water. Remember. Drown,
2: stir, drown, feel. Then make sure it's cool. Where'd you learn that? Smokeybear.com. Brushed up on some tips before we left. Don't want to start a wildfire, right? <laughs> Only you can prevent wildfires. If I could be you, and you could be me, for just one hour. Shoes. Walk Walk in shoes substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating and so as a black woman in recovery hope must be loud it grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable it is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When it comes to disasters and emergencies, it's not a matter of if, but when.
1: <laughs> I'm relying on luck, but who knows if it'll be on my side.
2: Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Take control at ready.gov slash older adults.
0: We are back with What's the Buzz America's Best podcast. And on the record with tonight, The Pitbull and the Mad Dog. Bitching because we can. Yes.
2: <laughs> and we want to.
0: <laughs> when last I left off, I believe Jimmy Thunder was saying, so Fritz said to Jerry Jarrett when he was selling Jerry's his company, That his sons were all dry. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jerry Jarrett did not buy WCCW. Um, But little people know, this is true, Jerry Jarrett did have a piece of it. He wasn't the full owner, but he had a piece of WCCW. Mm -hmm. Um, But generally speaking, though, Jerry stayed in the... The, ten- the, the Tennessee area primarily. Right. He did ve- venture out into, like, uh, Kentucky, Ohio, where, you know, his territory was a wide territory. Oh, yeah. And I believe Jerry Lawler ended up buying a territory from Jerry Jarrett, and Bill Dundee became his partner um, in that territory. I believe that was called Mid-South Championship yeah, Wrestling from from Memphis,
2: yeah,
1: that's
0: right.
2: what I
1: was From Memphis, Does anybody wants to correct
0: me on that if I'm wrong? Uh, but I well, think, no. you know, I think that might be the case. I know
1: Jerry Lala was I mean, from yeah. Memphis, so yeah, that would have been correct, I believe. And uh, well, thank also- you for your approval. <laughs> And well, I didn't really get to see the Von Erichs person, person but I did see uh, Gino a lot, and of course Tully Blanchard. I saw him a lot, and
0: yeah, we know how many times you're going to bore me with that story. And about,
1: then you know, I remember oh, when the WWE God. came to town, so we got to see a live, actual show of that when I was younger, and that's when that wrestling was wrestling. And ladies and gentlemen,
0: anybody out there who owns a piece of Gino Hernandez memorabilia or a Gino doll. <laughs> Or a Gino action figure. Would you please contact the show and let me know. I want to buy it for Pitbull Chapman. So she'll shut up with the Gino already. because she's making me crazy with
1: this. <laughs> you're funny.
0: This, the, the guy has been gone for nearly 40 years. God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Young, good-looking guy. Full of charisma. But he was a cokehead. And he liked the party. And he liked to sh- smoke that wacky tobacco when it was illegal.
2: Yeah.
0: Now everybody's smoking wacky tobacco. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. why the world's in the shape it is. They're all smoking. Uh, They're well, all you know, high. isn't
1: that the sad part, though, that a lot of wrestlers have died by the age of 29? Yeah, well, who did it to them? Yeah. Wrestling. Who, who did it to them? Themselves. Thank you. But that's the sad Thank part. Thank you
0: very much for yeah, Look, it's honest. Yeah. That's what they did to themselves. Yeah, look,
2: yeah.
0: I understand. I I I can make the argument. <sighs> All right, here you go. You're going to.
1: They party I, I mean, too I'm gonna hard. Put my,
0: I'm going to put my promoter hat on it, right? Mm-hmm. As a promoter, if I know that I got a top selling guy that's got a product, I mean, that he's got a problem right I mean, that he's got a problem i'm going to as a promoter again I put my promoter hat on
2: mm-hmm.
0: as a promoter i'm going to do everything in my power without interfering in his life i'm going to do everything in my power to try and help him to try and get him off whatever issue he's got maybe i'll you know i'll pay for somebody to take care of him i'll pay for some counseling I might, you know, I might have him come over my house and stay with me so I could keep an eye on him. Right. The one thing I'm not going to do, especially if he's a moneymaker, what I'm I'm not going to do is fire him. Right. Because I fire him, two things are going to happen. I just lost my meal ticket, and number two, somebody else might pick him up. Exactly. Okay. Okay. On the other hand, if you're a guy like Gino and you know you're good and you've got that kind of ego that that says, you know, I know what I'm worth, that can be a danger to you because you think you can get away with shit that you can't. Exactly. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Guys who think that they can drink and drink and drink just because... You know, I can handle my alcohol. Well, at some point, even, you know, the toughest of us get drunk. Mm Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay? I don't care how much muscle mass you got that's going to absorb that alcohol. You're going to get drunk. Yes. At some point, you're going to fall over drunk, and you ain't going to get up. No. So I understand both sides of it. I get it. But with a guy like Gino, Gino's worst enemy was Gino. Yeah. That was the problem. He
1: loved to party. That was his problem. The other
0: problem is, and I'm going to go there. Gino thought he could get away with shit because of who his father was. I believe Gino's real father was Paul Bosch, the promoter in Houston. That's
1: what I believe. A lot of people have said that strong
0: (laughs) evidence to support it, including Bruce Pritchard, who says emphatically Paul Bosch was Gino's father Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and never backed down from it. Right. He's never backed down from saying that, that that, you know, that Paul was Gino's dad. Right. And yes, and while we're at it, you know, rest in peace, Jerry Jarrett. We lost Jerry Jarrett last year. Uh, Jeff Jarrett's father. Yes. He was the uh, an amazing promoter in Tennessee. Um, he did a lot of stuff, though, not just Tennessee. He was uh-huh. Jerry Jarrett was national. He was one of the first multimillionaires in wrestling. He might have been a millionaire before Vince McMahon Sr. was, as a matter uh-huh. of fact. Um and that and I believe that's the case to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jerry was uh, he's been around a long time, you know. Um so Amelia, you we got mm-hmm. this show Wrestling with the Future. It was ring the bell. I had the pull rank on you because mm-hmm. of stuff I had no control over.
1: Yeah, so. it's all Vince McMahon, the asshole's fault. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Go ahead it is it's his fault <laughs> and the organization wwe it's all their fault too so fuck you <laughs> there i said it
2: mm. <laughs> yeah mm. i'm pissed mm-hmm.
0: okay yeah. then <laughs> you can tell millions in love tonight
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a long day then i'm pissed off because our guest canceled that said that she did this and that then yeah whatever
0: yeah. yeah, look, you know what? You and I can do an hour standing on our head, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that.
1: But you know what? Oh, yeah,
0: We've and got, Jimmy uh... Thunder points out that uh, Jeff Jarrett was going to take over WWE mm-hmm. if Vince had gone to jail during the steroid scandal, and that's true. Mm-hmm. I've heard it not only from Jerry Jarrett, but I also heard it from Vince McMahon Yes, himself. Oh, yeah. if Vince said in an interview... If if I had gone to jail, excuse me, I got a little mm-hmm. hiccup. That if I had gone to jail, Jerry my successor would have been Jerry Jarrett. Yes. So and now all of a sudden, never happened on the year before, but I got a case of the hiccups.
1: Oh no. And I know I, that back in know, the I'm very jail-
0: good at get I'm very good at getting <laughs> rid of them, so They're already gone
1: back in the day man
0: senior.
1: I know that all they needed was a handshake, they didn't need all of this crap that's going on. Oh no, everything was done on a
0: handshake. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. It was all done on a handshake. Yeah, every all their business dealings was done old school. Yes. Old school, which was you know, I give you my word, my word is is my bond.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's all.
0: Who needed anything else? No. Nobody needed anything. Well, well, what what else do you need besides a man's word? Exactly. Enough for me. Okay. And that's how Vince Sr. did business. Then his son came in and turned wrestling on its ear because then it oh, stopped being screwed wrestling. It up. It, yeah. Royally <laughs> screwed it up. On, <laughs> one, on one hand. Yeah. Well, he didn't t- he didn't totally screw it up on one hand. He made wrestling a global phenomenon. Yes. But he did so by taking the wrestling element out of it and replacing it with entertainment. Because, I mean, you know, World Wrestling Federation is very different than World Wrestling Entertainment. Well, if you're telling people it's entertainment, Mm -hmm. then they've already lost the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. It no longer exists. Well, then you're already telling them, hey, gang, the cat's out of the bag. What you're watching is not real. It's fake. Yes, exactly. And it's so fake that it's entertainment.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like what happened to the wrestling. I mean, should, yeah, you can still be entertained by watching a, a wrestling match, but make it a wrestling match. You know, of course, you're going to be entertained because you get to interact. And in my, you know, I was watching we were watching the iron claw and my son was like looking and he's like mom but look at that it's just ropes right there with the people instead of these big old barriers i says yeah that's how it was back in the day when wrestling was wrestling, was wrestling. Yeah, sure we could have the ropes but we, but we knew to stay behind the ropes because you're supposed to be think about it uh, you know it's yeah it's, and well, uh, good
0: night jimmy uh jimmy is he's got to go he is in Aus- in, in new zealand oh,
1: good night jimmy
0: Different time there. He's probably getting ready for work. Mm -hmm. Probably about that time to to get up, go to work Mm -hmm. in uh in New Zealand.
1: It's like the next day over there.
0: Yeah, it's the next day over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, New Zealand, Australia. They're they're all ready tomorrow. (laughs) Well, Amelia, we got 10 minutes left. Why don't we tell everybody what's coming up?
1: Yeah, actually, you're gonna be doing a show tomorrow that's gonna be very interesting and intriguing.
0: I am tell me about it.
1: You're going to be doing uh, see the, the gangster code, it's called. look actually, with that's what you named it with Louis Ferranti.
0: Inside the gangster code with Louis Ferranti, yes, mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting show. I've never had Louis on the show. Mm-hmm. This would be my first time with Louis on the show. He seems like a really interesting guy in that he worked for John Gotti. It's part of the. Um, the Gambino crime family in New right. York. Uh, and he worked with people like Sammy the Bull and some other notable names that we'll say for you for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but he's a really interesting guy. Um, he's got a lot of stories, a lot of stories to tell. So many stories that they filled up a TV show and two books.
1: And I know this is probably not just going to be just one show with him. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a part two, maybe a part three with him.
0: There's going to be at least a part two because it's already booked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And very likely a part three because um, Mm -hmm. we're going to have him back to talk about the the Kennedy assassination Mm -hmm. and what really happened to Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh yes, um, I really am. I'm looking forward to to, uh, to doing them shows because yeah. I want to find out if, yeah. if I'm right about Hoffa. Yeah. I think Hoffa never got out of the car. I think they took him and the car together, took it to a junkyard and had it smashed.
1: Yeah, it would be likely because they can never find where his body was. And,
0: Mike and- Murphy's got an interesting thought. He thinks that they took, they killed Jimmy Hoffa, and took him right up to the crematorium, right up the street from oh, from the restaurant where he was. Oh boy! Ten minutes from the restaurant where Jimmy Hoffa found was found missing, mm-hmm. there was a crematorium and a funeral home.
1: Yeah, and that's when um, they could have paid off the funeral. That's apartment. exactly yep. what they say. Yeah.
0: Yep, that's an interesting one have, too. They have one body unaccounted for in that day that had no certification,
1: so they could have. Wow. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: Interesting stuff. Well, listen.
1: Yep. Oh well, go ahead. I'm trying uh, to And then Wednesday oh, night, night instead of uh, instead of Wednesday night, ring the bell is going to be wrestling with the future, but Andrew's yeah. the host, and I'll be the co-host. <laughs> um, well, who said that?
0: I just said wrestling with the future was coming back. I didn't say I was <laughs> <open> this thing. <laughs>
1: Well, either one of us. One of us will be the host.
0: (laughs) You wanted to do the wrestling show. It's your wrestling show. Wrestling with the future.
1: Wrestling with the future. And we're going to be talking about Chris Chris Benoit again. We're going to be talking about that because there's more. We are going
0: to put a button on that one. We are going to put an exclamation point on that one. We're going to put a final episode on that one. And uh, we will not do Chris Benoit for until something very earth shattering comes up that we can talk about.
1: Right. Because there might be more develops later on. We never know.
0: It, look, things have been popping up in this case for 18 years now. Can you believe that? has been gone. Think about 18 it. 18 years. He's been gone. 18 years ago. That's a long time. Yeah. All right. That's a long time ago. We're still talking about that talking about it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy, we're still talking about it. All right, so listen. Um, tomorrow night with uh, Inside the Gangsters Code with Lou Ferranti. Um, we uh, we want everyone to join us, listen in, view us on YouTube. By the way, check this out the YouTube channel. You can subscribe each and every month for $2.99 a month, you'll get access. The stuff that you don't see on the show here. Right. You'll get other video clips that no one has seen, private stuff that Amelia and I talk about on the show with Armageddon, Mike Murphy. You'll get to hear all of the stuff that we talk about before we go on the air. Yes. And that's either going to make you want more or turn us
1: <laughs> off. It's like, oh my God, what do these people talk about? Why?
0: <laughs> nah, it's good stuff. You're good. Nah, I feel uh, like that. Yeah, it's all good. That's so, mm-hmm. so, check that out and join us on Facebook at Facebook.com yes. forward slash What's the Buzz Radio. And oh, just so you know, the YouTube channel is YouTube.com forward slash at What's the Buzz Podcast. There you go. How about that? So, for Amelia the Pitbull Chapman, I'm Angelo Mad Dog Discipio. Till we see you tomorrow night, be good to everybody. God bless, and remember. Stay professional.
2: (laughs) Good night, (laughs) night, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.